right, let's get this thing rolling. Dude, I'm making a podcast right now. What do you want to make? It's Camp Citrus, the podcast. Let's make something. We can do this every Wednesday. It's like an audio art show. Let's get creative. I think it's starting. Hey, look who it is. It's you, the listener. This is Camp Citrus, the podcast, and I'm your host. And I want to start by saying thank you to all the listeners. If you're a new listener, thank you so much. I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you keep listening. Tell your friends about it. If you're a repeat listener, I also want to thank you. If you've emailed me, If you've liked something, if you've subscribed, if you've told your friends, I cannot put into words how much I appreciate the support. We're going to grow this thing into a bigger community. That's the goal, and I do appreciate it. This is going to come out every Wednesday, as it has already, and I do love doing this, and it seems like the Wednesdays get further and further apart because I'm just waiting to unload these podcasts. This is episode three, like I said, and we're going to talk about watercolor. I had to start at step one, which was clean off my art desk. Uh, It wasn't too bad. There was a ton of sketches and art supplies and receipts and Lego instruction booklets. But I, you know, slaved and slaved and got it done. And now I have a clean art desk. And most of my art supplies are pretty organized. So step one, clean your desk. All right, so I guess step two would be gather all your supplies. And we're going to go over that real quick. You definitely need paint. Now, watercolor paints can come in tubes that are kind of like toothpaste. Or they come in these little bricks of color that they call watercolor pans. I use watercolor pans because a lot of the watercolors that I do are smaller and I don't know, I just feel more comfortable with that. That's what I've always used. I do have watercolor tubes, but I don't I don't know, I just can't really get into them. What I recommend is that for this podcast if you're trying to follow along or do your own projects or you just want to practice Buy something cheaper. You you know, you're not Pablo Picasso. You're not going to submit these into the art museum. So just to have fun, I would just get something cheap and, you know, use that. I, the, the equipment I have is definitely cheap and I get really good results or I'm really happy with my results. So with all of the stuff that I'm talking about, I would definitely try to stay on the lower end of the monetary scale. You know, even if you don't get a whole lot of colors, you know, you only need the primary colors and maybe black and white to make any color. So I would say eight colors is probably good. I think the kit I have might have 10 or 12. I I don't think you need to go out and buy 
the most expensive watercolors you can find. If you want to get the tube watercolors, that's cool too. Those are really good for mixing colors and larger projects. But even with the uh, pan watercolors, you can mix them fine. That you'll be fine. Just get what you know. You can get Crayola. It's going to be fine. And I do want to reiterate that this podcast is for fun. So if you're not having fun, you should just quit. And another thing too, man. Like if you were going to go out and start bicycling or golfing, you're not going to get the bike that Lance Armstrong uses or the clubs that Tiger Woods uses. And even if you did have those things, you know, you're still not going to be able to perform at that level. So just get, you know, something cheap to start with. And then as you progress, then start getting better and better equipment. You know, if for this, we're just having fun. Grab your kids watercolors. That's going to work. All right. Then with paper, you're going to want to use the thickest paper you can find. I highly recommend you go to Michael's or Hobby Lobby or any of those stores and buy watercolor paper. It's basically thick paper and that's going to allow the water to not saturate the page and warp it and it'll just make for a better project in general. If you try to use something thin or something like notebook paper, you're going to end up getting holes in it or it's going to start to come apart. It's just not really going to work the way you want it to. You can use that, but you know, the more water you add to it, the it's going to it's really going to mess up your paper. So, I recommend for sure that you use a thicker paper if not paper that is made specifically for watercolor, which is what I use. Um I recommend you get two cups of water. A lot of people only use one and that is a big mistake because as you continuously rinse off your brush, your water is going to get dirtier and dirtier, which eventually is going to make all of your colors look gray. So you should have two cups of water, one for clean water that you use to mix paints and that you use to put down on your paper if you're going to go wet on wet and then you want to have another water for just rinsing your brush and that water can get as dirty as it wants it's not going to matter i would just use tap water you do not need to use voss water or fiji water or marklet mountain spring sparkling water definitely don't use flavored water i would just use regular water but you know, that's up to you. You use what you want to use. Um, I use tap water, and that seems to work fine for me. Another thing that you're going to need is a brush. Brushes can get really, really expensive. Once again, I would stay to the lower end until you are getting good. And... The best thing I would say when you're picking out a brush is if you're doing a painting with small detail, get a smaller bristle brush 
And if you're doing bigger painting, get a bigger brush. You know, if you're doing like a skyscape, definitely get a bigger brush. But, you know, you can buy brushes in packs that are fairly cheap. So, you know, I don't know. With brushes, I would say you don't want to get the cheapest brush ever because then you're just going to get like the hairs are going to come out and especially with watercolor, you know, they'll come out and they'll be all over your final product. And you definitely don't want that. But at the same time, I do not recommend that you spend more than $7 on a brush. And I would say that is pretty, pretty high dollar right there. Um, you're also going to need towels, uh, for, you know, mistakes or cleaning your brush or drying your brush. Or if you oversaturate something, you're just going to want to swoop in with a paper towel and clean that up. You'll notice that paper towels will really help you. If you make a mistake, it will take the color right up. Um, so paper towel, you could have a cloth towel if you want. I, I don't really, I don't know why you would want that, but you know, it might help you if it makes you more comfortable, get a cloth towel and a paper towel. Another thing I would use is you're going to need something to mix your paints in. Um, they sell little plastic palettes that are made for mixing paints. Those are probably the best, but if you don't have that, you could just use a drink lid or a paper plate or a shot glass, basically anything that will hold water that you can mix color into. So, you know, anything will work. Um, I would also get a light pencil. I, I want to say I use like a 12 HB. But I could be wrong. I don't have it on me. But, you know, you can even use like a number two pencil. But you want it to be light. I would say get the lightest. Even if you use, you could use a pen. Just go no pressure. Just super light. That's what you, because you're going to originally, well, that we'll get to that in the process. But you want a light pencil. It's really important. And I would say also, with that pencil, you're probably going to need an eraser. <laughs> but if you don't have an eraser, not a big deal. Uh, all right. So, I, I, I like I said before, I recommend you get this stuff somewhere like Michael's or Hobby Lobby. You know, don't go to a professional art store unless you are loaded. And then do whatever you want. And I don't know why. It would matter. But for the average person that's just trying to have fun and not really trying to turn this into a career or um, get upset with, you know, buying a whole bunch of expensive stuff and not having the outcome you want, keep it on the simple side. Just go to Michael's or Hobby Lobby, like I said. All right. There's different practices and techniques and strokes I would if you are a beginner and you've never done watercolor before get all your supplies put them all out 
rip out a fresh piece of paper and just kind of play around with it because there's so many techniques. These techniques I cannot really show you because of the way this podcast is formatted, but you could definitely look them up. Um, you know, like one example is wet on wet, and that's where you wet the paper and then you wet the watercolor and then you put the watercolor onto the paper and it will spread through the area of the paper that's already wet. So those are perfect for like if you're doing the sky or a field or something and you just want to lay out a color. Yeah, you wet all of the area on the paper, wet the, the color and then add the color to the paper and it will spread automatically. There's wet on dry. That's going to give you a lot darker color. It's where you wet the paint and just go straight onto a dry piece of paper. There's also layering and blending. Watercolors are translucent. So every layer you add, just like painting your house, is going to add more and more color. Like, you know, sometimes if you paint something and it's not dark enough, you can just go over it. I would let it dry and then go over it again and it's going to be much darker. Even if you're doing like a skin tone and you want to add a second layer to certain areas, like maybe under the nose or under the chin or, or the neck, you want it to be a little bit darker, you can just add a second layer of that same color paint and it'll be much darker. It'll add make it look like there's a shadow or a shade there. That's pretty important. I do recommend if you've never done watercolor before, look up these techniques on the internet because they're pretty important. Um, if you oversaturate or you, you know, go paint into an area that you didn't mean to, if you're quick enough, you can just grab a paper towel and it'll suck that color right up and you don't even have to worry about it. Those are all things that I would kind of look up basically like the techniques and practices. There's different strokes that you can use. But I would say if you do, just grab a piece of paper and start playing with it. You'll figure all that stuff out pretty quickly on your own. Uh, one tip I also would say before we get any further in this is do it all on a level surface. If you have an art table that's at an angle, you know, I wouldn't use that because the water is going to run like with gravity and then it's going to pull a lot of your color down to, so everything on your painting will be darker at the bottom of that area, especially if you do wet on wet, you know, the water that moves down with gravity is going to pull your color down as well. So try to use a level surface. All right. I, I do recommend you look on YouTube or the internet or even take a class because watercolor is a lot of fun. I, uh, this week I put a couple of pictures up on Instagram. That's camp citrus on Instagram no space and um that will show you the process that i use personally which is not a professional this is just a self-taught process that uh i i do recommend i mean it looks good in the end so i'll just go through that with you really quick and 
you know, hopefully you'll go out tomorrow or today or, you know, this week and buy yourself some watercolors, man. Sit down and, and, and give it a try. If, if, if you enjoy it, man, I'm telling you, it's one of those things that really take your mind off of other things and you can get lost in it real quick and have an awesome piece of artwork at the end. So what I, so check out my Instagram. It's going to show you exactly how I do this, but I would say one of the hardest steps of all of it is trying to figure out what you're going to paint. Now, one of the key components in picking your muse or your inspiration is going to be like know your ability. Like if you have never, you're not a great artist and you haven't put in that many hours and you don't really think that you can draw and pick something easy, you know, I don't, want to say what I think is easy but you know a skyscape or a landscape those might be something that you want to start with maybe even like a bird that doesn't seem too hard um, things like that I would say are great for beginners um, even like a still life like if you are drinking something right now Paint that. Like that's something you can do. Finding your mood, finding what you're gonna paint is. It could take. If you spend more than a day on that, you've overthought it. I mean, you know this. Like I said, probably a hundred times, this podcast is just for fun. It's we're not entering stuff into a museum, and you shouldn't. You shouldn't be worried about it. If it's not fun, you should stop now. <laughs> Um, so the first thing I would do is I take that super light pencil and I lightly try to put what I want to paint onto the piece of paper. This is also a great time to set up any borders that you might have. Like if you don't want to paint the entire piece of paper and you want it to have a two inch border, put that on now. You can use a ruler if you're if you're not confident in that, you can always use tape, like painter's tape, but that can get a little tricky in the sense that you're going to have to remove that tape and it could rip the paper. I always just use a ruler and, you know, I've never had a problem. So if you're pretty confident in yourself, I would say just try to paint along those lines that you made with a ruler, but use a light pencil and lightly draw out all the lines on the piece of paper. They're going to help guide you when you get to the painting step. All right. Now it's time to pull out your paint. Remember, you want two cups of water. Have a paper towel by your side. But I would say paint the light colors first. That's pretty important. Definitely paint the light colors first. And I would say let them dry before you add a second layer. You always want to let it dry before you add a second layer. And another thing I would do that it helps me out is like if I'm painting something in the left-hand side of the painting or the bottom of the painting and it's drying, you can move to the top or move to the right side. You know, like 
especially if you have something wet on the watercolor painting, you do not want to paint right next to it with another color because they could start to bleed and there's really no way to fix that. I mean, you can dab it up with a paper towel, but ultimately it's going to affect your final process, your final project. So try to let most of it dry before you move on to like a section right next to that. Or if you want, like I said before, if you're trying to do a darker color and you want to paint a second layer of paint, let the first layer dry. All right, then we'll move on to your darker colors. That's, it's just how I do it. I, I've noticed that it's a lot easier if I go from light to dark. Um, if, you know, like I said, if anyone disagrees or has been to school and knows better or has a better technique, dude, email me and let me know because I would love to A, get that information out and B, try a new technique that works better. I mean, like I said, this is a community and we're all here to help each other out. I'm just kind of like the messenger. All right. The final step that I always do that I like makes everything pop is outline your objects you know almost like each color that is different I'll put a black line around it to make it pop out and you can definitely see this on my Instagram of how it looks as it's painted and then how it looks after it's been outlined and it's it's a huge difference and it really makes a difference and it shows you know just looking at it, it it just it changes everything it makes it really pop so definitely put a black outline or even if you're not going to use black I would say even use if you have a guy with a yellow shirt on and you don't want to put a black line around the yellow shirt then put a darker yellow outline around that shirt and it's going to change the painting dramatically. You want to definitely show a border there. Um, I highly recommend that you look at this on my Instagram page because it, it shows right before and right after and it's it almost looks like two different paintings. So the final thing I would do is sign it frame it or put it on your refrigerator or give it to your buddy you know whatever even i wouldn't throw it away just stick it in a drawer never to be seen again before you throw it away because you never know i mean we've all been to museums and seen some of the stuff in there and you might think back later and be like maybe it wasn't that bad and look at it a week later and really like it you know i wouldn't I wouldn't trash it. Just hold on to it and, and maybe you'll like it one day. Definitely it's always nice to like give those away. Um, like the ones on that I put on Instagram that's uh, Teddy from Bob's Burgers and Huckleberry Hound and they're both eating cheeseburgers and you know I did those because I was looking for paintings to put into my dining room and I wanted them all to be food-based. 
So I did those two. I did a Bart Simpson. And then there's a giant acrylic painting of a cheeseburger as well, which is so crazy because I don't eat meat and I have all these people eating cheeseburgers in my dining room. But that's totally irrelevant. If you, it definitely is a little intimidating using watercolors and it can be super frustrating. But remember, this podcast is really just for fun. This is just practices so that you're not just wrapped up in, you know, this is like almost like a getaway. Like a, I just want people to try new things and maybe get good at them and maybe just, I just want you to be happy. So, you know, there should be no frustration if you do a watercolor and it doesn't come out the way you wanted it to you should know that we've all done that everyone you know it's not easy to get the final product to look the way you want that comes with a lot of practice and a lot of time i i mean the best thing i can tell you is just keep practicing watch youtube videos um, take classes. That's another thing that people seem to forget you can do. Um, so after after I cleaned out my desk, I started a new watercolor because um, that Bob's Burger one and that Bart Simpson one and that Huckleberry Hound are from two or three years ago. And... So I started one this week, and it it's not easy. <laughs> I'm doing uh, Fozzie, Fonzie the Bear, Fozzie the Bear, and I mean, it's just it's not easy. I mean, I'm right here with you working on this. I'll put that one up as soon as I finish, but I definitely know it's not easy. A, I don't have the time to just sit there and do a watercolor. So I just do what I can, let it sit, you know, come back the next day, do a little more. But I'm, I'm getting there. Hopefully that will be done by the end of the week. I don't think I'll post on Instagram again until it is done so that everyone, you know, can see what I've been working on. It's going to be Fozzie the Bear doing stand-up comedy with a brick wall behind him. I hope everyone likes it. I hope that everyone will do a watercolor and maybe send it to me. Or maybe we could all use the hashtag Camp Citrus and I'll be able to find it. Um, or, you know... Send it to me on Instagram. I don't even know how to do that. Send it to me on Twitter. Send it to me on Gmail. Uh, I'm sure I'll love it. You know, I I don't have any discrepancy in art. I I just want to know that people are are hanging out, doing what we're doing. So if you do a watercolor, you know, try to get it to me, or even just send me a DM saying, "Hey, man, I did one." That's it. I'll be more than happy. It, it just means that this whole podcast is kind of working. Um, let's see. I think that's about it 
on watercolors there's so much to cover i mean like i said this is only audio so i can't really show you any of my techniques but i'm trying to do the best i can with just instagram and the podcast and maybe um as i finish up this fozzy bear i'll get some live shots in there of um video but yeah i could probably do that but uh you have to hold out on that because i don't know maybe i'll finish that tomorrow night um let's see what else do we do on this podcast oh i'll give you my recommendation my recommendation this week is for a tv show you know i did musical artists the last two weeks and i feel like we got to get something new in there so I've got a TV show I've been watching. It comes on Apple Plus. I know a lot of people don't have Apple Plus. But uh, Ted Lasso with Jason Sudeikis. It is so good. Me and my son watched it. And we both loved it. I um, I don't know, man. It's such a great show. I highly recommend it. It's hilarious. It's about um, the Premier League and this soccer team that has hired a new coach, but he's a football coach in America, so he doesn't even know how to play soccer. And it is, it's just so good. And he's like the greatest guy. He's like just such a nice guy and such a great guy. That everyone loves him and no one wants him to fail. And it's just amazing. It's such a great show. I, I highly recommend that. And uh, while I'm on recommendations, this isn't really a recommendation. This is just a confession. I got to say, I I love this Harry Styles song. Uh, what is it? Watermelon Sugar? That is just the greatest song, man. I hope that that uh, does well this summer because, man, that song is so catchy. And, uh, oh, another song. I don't know why I'm going through all this, but another song I like is uh, the Justin Bieber song, Peaches. Oh, man. You know, if you ever heard either one of those songs, dude, add those to your playlist because they're great. Um so weird to see justin bieber all grown up and you know singing about weed and stuff like that but it's such a great song i don't know why i feel like guilty about that listening to harry styles and justin bieber but more than anything i recommend ted lasso and if you are gonna you know just pop onto youtube Listen to the um, Biebs and Harry Styles, man. Those are some great stuff. I think that's about it. I know this is a short one, and I don't know how this is going to go over considering I just talked about watercolors the whole time. But I guess I could throw in... Yeah, I think that's it. All right. Well, y'all take it easy. Go get some watercolors. Go get some paints. Go get some some paper get two cups of water and uh let's see what you got man send me something all right y'all take it easy i'll see you again next wednesday unless i get another 
episode in, and I'll throw it in uh, sometime before then. All right. Take care of yourself. Thank you so much for listening, and be easy. I hate to say it, but this is the end of another Camp Citrus, the podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've been inspired to get out there and create something of your own. Feel free to send pictures of your artwork, stories, ideas, or questions to campcitrus at gmail.com. Also, be sure to follow along on Twitter and Instagram at Camp Citrus. And finally, we've made it easy for you to get all your Camp Citrus in one location, campcitrus.com. Be sure to check it out. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you again next Wednesday.